Life Audio. Hey, 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 everybody. It's Billy Yance. Welcome back to my podcast, Billy and the Goat. You know good and well, God is the goat. Please hit the subscribe button so we can stay in touch. I did not have the best relationship with my adoptive father. We just didn't see eye to eye. He was critical. He was a critical person. I didn't appreciate that. I loved him dearly. God rest his soul. He passed away a few years ago. Much of the time, we butted heads. Let me ask you this. Have you ever called your dad a fool and then almost get your head knocked off from saying it? I did. We'll be right back. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. So, yeah, uh, I remember we were in the kitchen. We lived, we were living in a home in Silver Spring, Maryland. Me and my dad were in the kitchen. I don't know how it got to this, but I remember being, I think, by the refrigerator. I had the refrigerator door open. And for, I don't remember why, but I called him a fool. I said, you're a fool. And he swung at me. And I got out of the way, fortunately. But I didn't see the back end coming. Let me tell you something. He knocked the crap out of me. Bow. And part of it was when he swung the first time, he hit the refrigerator. So it made him mad. So he hit me even harder. And next thing you know, we're kind of tussling. He is just kind of manhandling me. I had it coming. I had it coming. But in any event, you know, over the years, we had these little bouts where we'd argue. We know when I went off to school, I didn't communicate. I would ignore. It just wasn't, it just wasn't a very, sometimes it just wasn't a good, it wasn't a good relationship. But again, I appreciate him being there for me. I appreciate all that he did for me. But you know, how did I how did I get how did I get adopted? How did I get the name Yancey? I was born William Edward Manning Junior on April first, nineteen sixty eight, to my mother and William Manning Senior in Richmond, Virginia. And that relationship, you know, with my mom and my father my biological father didn't last very long. I was 
a year and a half, maybe. We lived in an apartment, <clears throat> and he he got a little rough with my mother, so to speak. My parents, her parents, her parents, my grandparents did not approve of that. And from what I understand, my grandfather said something to him. And by then, it was I think it was too late. It was too late. And apparently my grandparents, my mother's parents, bought everything in the apartment. So they went over and unloaded everything that was not his. He found out that we were unloading the apartment because my mom and I were moving out. And as we're driving out of the apartments, he's driving in and we're leaving. Ended up living, staying with my grandparents for a few more months. And the next thing you know, we moved up to D.C. And next thing you know, it's, it's me, just me and my mom. We stayed in an apartment together. And then, lo and behold, comes Mr. Yancey. My mom and him get married. I'm legally adopted in 1978. And I went from William Edward Manning to William Manning Yancey. And yeah, that's 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 how I got to that instance in Silver Spring, Maryland, in a somewhat fisticuffs with with my dad. I didn't throw any punches or swing, but it was uh, that's how I got to be William Manning Yancey. Today we're talking about fatherhood. I cherish fatherhood. Oh my goodness. It's it's one of the best feelings in places I could ever be. I would ever want to be. There's nothing like being a father. I love having William Manning Yancey Jr. Let me just share this as sort of a segue into what I think being a true father is and what fatherhood hood is all about. I want to share with you how bad things got with my, my dad, my stepdad, the one that stepped in and took over when I was in high school. My adoptive father, he taught me how to play tennis. I got really good. I got really good at tennis. His, one of his, his favorite hobbies was, was playing tennis. So we finally got to the point where we played and it was competitive. My father was really competitive. That's another thing that I really didn't, never really cared for or understood. But anyway, it got to the point where I was, I started beating him in tennis. And that's how competitive he was. That's how competitive I was. But things got so bad with us when I was in high school. I was on the tennis team played JV tennis and eventually played varsity tennis. I think I was number six singles, I think, and number one, I played on the number one doubles team. So things got so bad in our relationship. And he was really, really, remember, he was really, really proud that I was playing tennis. My senior year, I purposely decided not to play tennis anymore. I played lacrosse instead. And that, oh man, he was really unhappy about that. He was really unhappy. And I did it, you know, I did it despite him. And that's, that's where we were. So that's where our, our relationship was. 
And I think that's important because as a father today for my son, William, I never want anything like that to happen. Like I, I've said to myself numerous times over the years, I want to be the dad I never had. I want to be the dad that I never had. And I, and I know that I am. And I know I've, you know, I've had a number of people share with me, compliment me on, you know, how good of a father I am. And I appreciate that. You know, it, it it's, it's a good feeling to hear that, to know that, you know, because I love William more than life itself. I'm so, oh my gosh, I'd do anything for him. Fatherhood is important. Fatherhood is, 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 it's important. It's so important that we, one of the, the biggest things I think is important that we recognize is that we're not friends. We're not buddies. We, you know, William and I are not buddies. We're not, you know, we're, we might hang out together, but it's always going to be that res- he respects me as his dad, as his father, and I respect him as my son. And unfortunately, I think in the world today and for many years, there have been situations, relationships where fathers and sons, you know, parents cross the line. And when that happens, you know, it's hard to discipline your child and be the leader that we're supposed to be, that you're supposed to be if you're hanging out, drinking and carrying on and hanging out like your buddies. That's, I think that's a huge mistake. It's a huge, huge mistake. It's so important, absolutely crucial for us as parents, as fathers, not to blur the lines, to maintain that discipline and responsibility as a father is so important for us to be there for our sons and daughters the best way that we know how to be responsible and not just to be responsible but to have good habits and not just good habits but ways ways about yourself work ethic it's, 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 it's everything, you know, it's, it's what, it's not all about what we tell our kids. Our kids don't do what we say. They do what they see. You know, a number of things that I experienced, unfortunately, growing up, I learned some bad habits, not just from my father, but from my father, some father figures who were in my life. And it was Habits of infidelity, habits of drinking, habits of drugs. Where did I learn it? I learned it from my father figures. And I decided myself years ago that in order for William to be the best version of himself, to be what God wants him to be, to be the best, this the most loving, amazing boy, young man, man, Christian that he can be. I had to get rid of my bad habits and my, my ways, my selfish ways. And I've been working on that. And I'm so proud 
to be where I am today, to be the person that I am, and to be able to have William and lead him as a man of God. Oh, my goodness. And to know that he, too, is experiencing faith as lovingly, as as amazingly as he is and will continue to. Some of his favorite songs are spiritual songs or songs about God, Christianity, his favorite song that is so touching to me and is nothing for us to play the same song over and over again. Over and over again. I love William so much. I've learned so much from him. And I think I've shared before, I don't share it again. I've shared the fact that William is the only person that I know, have ever known, that has the Holy Spirit, has the fruits of the Spirit, rather, inside of him. Like he lives it. He lives it, and I learned from him. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. He has all of those attributes. I learned from him. It wasn't too long ago, a few months ago, we were coming out of the car wash, and there was a homeless lady who had a sign, and... It's a please help sign. And we pulled up. We're about to make a, a turn at the at the stop sign. She's stand, standing there. And I rolled down the window. I said, William, give, give the lady this money. And he hands it to her. I didn't tell him to say anything. All I told him to do was just hand this lady the money. He handed her the money. And she said, he said, she said, thank you. He and William says to her, you're beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Instantly, this lady was in tears, just flooded with tears. And I almost welled up. I just completely caught me off guard. William, he had no idea that this lady was homeless. No clue. He sees everyone equally. Men, women, boys, girls. He sees he sees the beauty in everyone, regardless of what color they are, what they look like, how tall they are, how short they are. William sees. William is love. I've learned so much from William in that moment. I was so proud and am so proud to be his father. Oh, my gosh. It, 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 it means the world to me. And then, like I said before, in the back of my head, I am intent on being the dad I never had. Now, my stepdad, Clyde, oh my goodness, ever since he's taken over the reins, I've learned so much from him. Nuggets, wisdom, manhood, how to be a better person after I was, you know, going through my first divorce, especially. You know, his wisdom to me, which was to take it all on yourself and work on yourself 
and know that God will take care of the rest. You work on your bad habits. You work on fixing all the things that help helped ruin your marriage. You fix those things about yourself. You get even better. You give it to God and you go forward. My goodness. You talk about a father figure. There are a couple of, you know, people in my lives, in my, in my life, fortunately, that are there. My best friend, David, amazing father, amazing father. My best friend from years ago. Oh my goodness. God rest his soul. He passed away at the Pentagon, Clifford Patterson. My goodness. He was an amazing dad. Amazing dad. Fatherhood is everything. Everything. God gave us his only begotten son to save us from our sins. Thank God for God. Thank God for Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. Thank him. My goodness gracious. Where would we be without them? Our scripture for today. Our scripture for today. I will guide you in the way of wisdom and I will lead you in upright plan, upright paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hampered. And when you run, you will not stumble. Proverbs chapter four, verses 11 and 12. God is guiding us. The Holy Spirit is guiding us. We are blessed beyond measure. The smartest thing we can do, our greatest blessing is to follow God's lead. Do what God wants us to do. Lead our children. Lead by example, not by what you say, by what you do. If you're drinking, drinking heavily, and, oh, by the way, your child develops similar drinking habits and finds themselves in trouble out and about in the walks of life, should you really be surprised by that? And heaven forbid, worse happens. They hurt someone. They hurt themselves. They kill someone. They kill themselves. Our habits are not just our habits. Our habits are our kids' habits. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. 
Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. When we yell at or disrespect our loved ones, we're just teaching them how to treat their loved ones when they get older. They do what we do. They do what we do. So important for us to have a good blueprint in the Bible. And I'll, I'll say it again, the fruits of the Spirit. My goodness, the fruits of the Spirit are, Spirit are everything. What a way to live. What a way to live by the gospel like God wants us to. Living th- through His Son. The Holy Spirit is inside of us. We need to activate the Holy Spirit every day of our life, all day long. Spread love, joy, and peace. Be patient. Evoke kindness. Be good. Spread goodness. Be faithful. Be gentle. Have self-control. The world and worldly ways unfortunately go against all of the fruits of the spirit i mean think about how many times have you read the newspaper heard on the radio seen something on on social media that is antagonizing calling someone out embarrassing someone seeing people feud it's just it just it goes on and on and on and on but i'm not going to labor that. Today's about fatherhood. It's about being there for our kids. Whether they're your biological children or your stepchildren. And a number of situations out here, you know, you got kids that are not necessarily your kids, but they look up to you as a father. You're a father figure. That's important. It's amazingly important. What we do, how others see us, we're always being watched. What we post, other people are looking at. They're reading. They're learning. People do what you do, not what you say. So important. So important. A couple of crucial attributes of fatherhood that I use, I like to share with you. One is listen. One is listen. Listen. If you're the type of person or father that is just your way is your way and you have to be heard and you're subsequently not listening to your kids, it's going to be problems. Listen. Listen. More often than not, our kids are going through stuff that you've already gone through, that we've already gone through. You don't always have to be right. Just listen. Listen to what they're saying. A lot of times you can you can hear and see and understand what your kids are going through and not even get a peep out of them. They don't even have to say a word. You can just see through their actions how they look. Listen. Listen to our kids. Listen to what they have to, what they have to say. Have a conversation. Conversation is not going to 
the restaurant or sitting at the dinner table or on the couch and both of you on the are on the couch on your phones or what have you. That's not listening. That's not listening. Listening is not them saying something to you while you're watching a football game or a basketball game. That's not listening. We gotta be compassionate. That's number two. Be compassionate. You gotta care. Give it that going. That's so important to kids. I know for William, he loves the fact that Daddy loves. I love on him all the time. Love on him all the time. Number three, it's about them. It's not about us. It's bigger than us. There's one slice of pizza left. He wants it. I want it. Give it to your child. Give it to your kid. Sacrifice. It's more about them than it is about us. That's what it's all about. It's about being loving, giving. Number four, love. My goodness. Love, 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 love our kids. Be a parent, be a father. Love, show love, even when they fail, even when they stumble, even when they fall. Love, my goodness. Love your child, your son, your daughter. Like God loves us, like Jesus loves us. Like God loves Jesus. Love is everything. Love heals. Love calms. As as a dad, William knows I'm always there for him. Always. Always. I love when he asks me to pick him up from school. I love when he asks me to come meet him at the bus stop. I love it. Always there for him. Fatherhood is a it's an honor. It's, it's a responsibility, yes, but it's an honor. You've helped, we've helped bring life into this earth. It is up to us to be the best versions of ourselves for our kids that we're able to do. It's our responsibility to be the best versions of ourselves to teach our kids to be there, to listen, to be compassionate, for them to know that it's about them, not about us, and to love them. We are here to be here for them, to let them know that the path is not always straight. There's going to be some curves. There's going to be some bumps. There's going to be some obstacles. There's going to be some pitfalls. There's going to be some detours. But we're here to help them navigate Life, that path, pain, anxiety, fear, loss. That's why we're here. We're not here to be their friend, their buddy, buddy. We're here to help them help themselves, be better versions of themselves, so that when they get to be our age and older and they have relationships, they can have a respectful relationship a loving relationship, and they can pass it on generation after generation after generation. That's what we're here to do. I love being a dad, being the dad I, I've never, I never had. I do now. Thank God for God. Thank God for God. I will guide you in the way of wisdom, and I will lead you in upright paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hampered. And when you run, you will not stumble. Gosh, almighty, that's not powerful. God's wisdom. 
There's no other wisdom like it. We are blessed beyond measure, people. We are blessed beyond measure, dads. Just because you were raised or lived a certain way doesn't mean your kids have to live the same way. You can change. I did and will continue to. I love what I do. I love the man that I've become. I love the father that I have become. And I love that William loves daddy so much. Thank you for joining us today. Dads be better dads. In Jesus' name, be blessed. Allow me to take a moment to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and much, much more. A powerful prayer life does not require hiking a mountain to be able to hear from God. God can meet us right in the middle of our busy lives to help, guide, and speak to us through prayer. I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, providing practical teaching and encouragement on how you can make prayer a natural and consistent part of your everyday life. I promise it won't require hiking a mountain, but you just might develop the faith to move one. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.